In today's show, we're looking ahead to Sunday in the NBA. Might be the last day of your matchups. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Let's look ahead to Sunday. It might be the end of the season for plenty of you here. So let's have a look at how the matchups, matchups shake out first game. Nets and Bucks. Nick Claxton looks like he's returning whether they actually play him or not. Remains to be seen, but he is going to be available after being out for the last you know, couple of weeks with COVID. And then how that fits in alongside DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin and Jeff Green at center. We know that you know, if Claxton gets 25 minutes a night, he can be fantasy relevant, but no guarantee that he is uh, going to get that. And then also Landry Shamit. How does his role look with Durant and Irving both playing? Uh, we saw in the last two games, we've seen those two guys, uh, one of those, each of Irving and Durant sit out. So does Shamit have any value? Probably not, but let's see how it looks. Well, for the Bucks, Yanni is listed as probable, so we assume him that he's going to be back. What does that mean for Punch Bob? Because Portis, yeah, some games plays 15, 16 minutes when Yanni is available and PJ Tucker's around. So what does Portis's role look like, and how does Giannis play coming back from that ankle injury? Next game, Blazers Celtics, Yusuf Nurkic. I just want to see 30 minutes. Like, every game's been a blowout. Since he's been off his yeah, back-to-back restriction, he's playing like 21, 22 minutes, 25 minutes, putting up big numbers. But let's un- let's let's let it go. Let's just let the leash all the way out. Let him play 30, and let's see some big bangers from Yusuf Nurkic. While Storm and Norman Powell, um, just want to cast a little bit of an eye on him. His shooting has been a bit more inconsistent in Portland than in Toronto, and he still does nothing else in the other categories. So let's see what he's able to produce. Well, for the Celtics, Aaron Neesmith's played 30 minutes in two consecutive games. He's played pretty well. He's still got some competition there. It looks like he's overtaken Romeo Langford for the time being. He got way more minutes than Peyton Pritchard in the last game. Does he play more than Evan Fournier again? Kemba Walker still remains doubtful. So there is an opportunity for Neesmith to have a pretty solid role. And then we want to see Rock, D- uh, Rock DJ. The Rock DJ Robbie Williams. That's who it is. Um, what do his minutes look like compared to Tristan Thompson? Do they start Thompson again? Where does Williams fit? Is it 22-26 in favor of Thompson? Do we go back to a 25-23 split in favor of Williams? And how does he look after returning from the knee injury? The next one we look at is the Knicks and the Rockets. We haven't seen the Knicks play for a while, have we? Emmanuel quickly. Um, yeah, look, interesting as a points and threes type streamer, but there's not enough up, complete upside and consistency to have him as must roster. But on a day like Sunday, if you need those categories, quickly can be an option there for you. Well, Rowan Barrett, really big performance from Barrett in the last game. Again, we haven't seen the Knicks for a very long time, it feels like. Barrett always has that ability to put up big games and then the ability to put up you know, 12, 2, and 3 with you know, 40 and 60% shooting or some bullshit like that. And that's the worry that we have there. For the Rockets, Kenyon Martin Jr. played an absolute ton on Saturday, 30-plus minutes with a bunch of absences. But what happens when Sterling Brown and Daniel House return? Amongst others, Avery Bradley, those sort of players. Where does Martin's role fit? And then the same with cousin Kev, Kevin Porter Jr., who followed up his 50-point performance with a 16-point game. And that is what is going to happen with a young, good player like that is he'll have big games and he'll have some inconsistent performances. 16-6 and isn't too bad, but let's see what he can deliver for us on the final day of the week. 
Suns and Thunder, just let's watch Chris Paul. He's been unbelievably good this year. No, I don't think he's the MVP. I think that's that bloke in Denver might have that uh, title sewn up. But Chris Paul's been excellent. And even after a slow start in fantasy, he's ramped it up. While we want to see what Cam Johnson can do. He's been frustrating at times this season. Even with extra minutes with Jay Crowder out, he hasn't been fully able to grasp a huge role. In fact, Torrey Craig has taken that starting role back off him. It doesn't mean that he's not getting 30-odd minutes or so, because he's played, what, 30, 30 minutes in, or at least 29 minutes in five of the last six games, or just 26 minutes in the last one, which was a pretty significant pumping of the Jazz. So you expect some pretty decent minutes here for Cameron Johnson. For the Thunder, they got beaten by about, I don't know, 80, 90 points, it felt like, against the Pacers. Lou Dort could be returning. No, my son is also named Bort. In fact, probably is returning after sitting out the back-to-back on or the first game, the back-to-back on Saturday. So what does his usage look like? We saw those massive games from Dort a while ago. He hasn't really recaptured that form, which is not surprising. He was shooting an unbelievable clip, but he's going to have a lot of usage here. And then also, I want to watch the C part of Moses Brown, who... Last, look, the minutes are all over the shop. Look at this, 7, 27, 12, 32, and 18. Like, try and predict that bullshit. You can't. And this rotation's going to be hard because they're going to be mixing guys in like Deck and Horde and Brown and Hall in and out and Mahaluk and Bradley in and out and Kenrich Williams in and out and Ty Jerome was the last bloke to cop a DMP CD. So players are all over the place and Moses Brown's minutes are going to be all over the place. If you're looking for some big man stats, maybe you can stream him in, but I wouldn't feel particularly comfortable with it. The Kings and the Mavs, Tyrese Halliburton, another opportunity to run the team. Let's see what he shows there. I'm still not convinced that can be his full-time role, but he's getting an audition at it now. And then with Chimezi Metu and Harrison Barnes sideline, do we get an opportunity here for Marvin Bagley to move back into the starting lineup and play terribly? Well, probably, but I think the minutes could push up. Is he a must roster? No. But is he someone that has at least a marginal amount of value as a double-double guy, as a points league player? Perhaps. For the Mavs, Dorian Finney-Smith cracking along. Top 50 over the last two weeks. We don't expect him to rest, but there is a possibility on the back-to-back. But he's a must-roster guy, and he is absolutely rolling. While with Chris Dapps, Porzingis out. Porzingis. Willie Cauley-Stein stepped up on Saturday. Now, sometimes it's going to be Norm Powell. Sometimes it'll be Maxi Kleber. It is hard to fully trust Cauley-Stein, but I think the opportunity is going to at least be there for him without Porzingis. The Sixers and the Spurs, I just want to watch Joel Embiid. We feel like we haven't got a full game out of Joel Embiid for weeks because the Sixers have just been killing people most of the time. So let's see what Embiid can do. And also Danny Green, who had that nice little run of being like a top 60, 12-team league guy. The minutes in the production has dropped way off, and we look at him, I think, more as a steals and blocks and, and threes-type streamer player, or a triple-one-type streamer, which has inherent value for sure. But in 22 minutes, it's much less valuable than what it would be in 28. For the Spurs, no Derek White, Lonnie Walker coming off the bench. He's scoring well. That's all that he can do usually. And then if you have an off night with the shooting, he doesn't deliver much. But let's see if he can keep up the pretty strong minutes here. Well, DeJounte Murray is really feasting in Derek White's absence. You have big assist numbers, good scoring. Efficiency has really kicked up a notch as well. The Heat and the Hornets, Kendrick Nunn. Um, I think there's a real chance Goran Dragic doesn't play here in the back-to-back. We know Tyler Hero probably not going to play either, and Victor Oladipo definitely not going to play. So Nunn has an absolutely huge opportunity for big usage and big minutes at the point guard spot. While Trevor Ariza remains a solid 14-team league guy, but can he be a 12-team streamer for threes and steals? I thought he played all right on Saturday, so there is a real chance of that. Second game back, Philomelo Ball. I, I don't expect him to rest. I thought he looked pretty good out there in his first game back. And let's hope that we push those minutes up a little bit higher. While Miles Bridges, this is the Miles Bridges that I was excited about last year. That I thought, hey, let's take him in the 80s or 90s because the opportunity is there and he shit the bed. And then this year, he's had the opportunity. He went, all right, I'm not going to do that again. And he is dominating almost every game that he's playing. Let's see if he can keep that up and that remarkable chemistry with Lamelo Ball. 
The Raptors and the Lakers, Ken Birch, the fifth game of an absolutely massive week for Birch. He's been excellent. It's really helped that Boucher has been out. Big minutes, good usage, really playing well. Absolute must for us to play a while. We don't know whether Lowry and Van Vliet will play. Regardless, I want to see how Malachi Flynn looks. What do his minutes look if those two blokes do play? And if one of them's out, how does he look in the extended run? Well, for the Lakers, it'll be LeBron's second game back. So let's see how he looks. He's complaining that he's never going to be 100% ever again, and that's fine. No problem with him saying that, but he, he was somewhat rusty in that first game back. So let's see how he looks. Andre Drummond. Um, yeah, the minutes are coming down for Drummond as the team is realizing he's not that good. The fantasy numbers are still pretty fine, um, but let's really want to keep an eye on where those minutes land. For the streamers, for category leagues, Ariza, Payne, and Johnson, the two cams in Phoenix. Nicky Claxton, if he does play, and then Taj Gibson for the Knicks. While for points leagues, these guys are all rostered in under 50% of Yahoo leagues. Ken Birch, Kendrick Nunn, Isaiah Roby, Keldon Johnson, and DeLon Wright. Guys, that will do it for today's show. Good luck if this is your final matchup of the season. Don't abandon me. I'm still going to be here doing podcasts and shows. But good luck if this is the final matchup, final day of the matchup for you for this season. Don't forget, follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on Odyssey while on YouTube. Hit the thumbs up. Leave your comment down below. Ring the bell, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.